This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1001 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you, one day at a time. Hey horse folks, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Dressage Radio Show. Show co-hosts Reese Kofler-Stanfield and Philip Parks talk about evaluating and improving the canter. Plus, they have an announcement about a new contest to win an awesome shoulder relief girth. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from EasySignsOnline.com. This week's EasySignsOnline.com Spotlight product is their New England Style Farm Signs, their most popular line of signs. New England Style Farm Signs are very durable and designed for long-term outdoor use with no maintenance required, no wood to rot, and no paint to peel. They will outlast the old-style painted wood signs by many, many years. They are available in many sizes, shapes, and styles, which makes them the perfect sign for any farm or business. Go online today and go through the EasySignsOnline.com easy step-by-step ordering process to see all the prices and options available. They also offer free, no-obligation sign proofs on all New England-style signs. And you get free shipping as well on all New England-style signs. So replace your old worn-out sign and make a great first impression with a new farm sign from EasySignsOnline.com. And the holidays are right around the corner, so it's a terrific gift idea. I can't think of a better one. Visit EasySignsOnline.com. Uh, so, Philip, we have some really exciting news from Total Saddle Fit. Yeah, well, uh, can you tell us about yeah, that? Yeah, okay, no problem. I mean, I think this week we're going to do Total Saddle Fit Trainer Tip of the Week, but uh, we have a new, I guess, is a contest um, announced by Total Saddle Fit that um, if everyone wants to send in their 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 questions about Saddle Fit to Justin, I mean, he's been on the show before. You can listen to. Him. He's come on a couple of shows, but he said that he would like to do a best question of the month um, this month to promote Total Saddle Fit and their awesome shoulder relief girth. And so the best question of the month, you know, if you guys send them in email or, or on our Facebook page or however you want to get your question in, and we're yep, going to pick one. And you have to one. email us, right? You have to email Philip or I or yeah, both of us. Yeah. If you, yeah, you can always email Justin. He's great at, at answering, but... We're going to bring the question onto the show. So we're, we're going to pick the best question, and we'll get Justin to answer it for us. And then the, the winner of that, of the best question, will get a free Total Saddle Fit uh, shoulder relief girth, which is a great, a great promotion. It's an awesome girth. You know, um, if you have a horse with some girthing issues, it's great. And if, you, and if you don't, I'm sure they'll appreciate a really nice, well-made, very good quality girth that uh, that uh, you can you can order your size whatever size that that your horse takes, and uh, and we'll and we'll mail it to you. So that's exactly. awesome. Cool. Huh? So it, it's either email Philip at Philip at horseradionetwork dot com or me Reese at horseradionetwork.com and uh, we will uh, go through the questions and we can't wait to get to give away a girth that'll be so fabulous. 
Yeah, I mean, and it, and if we get if we get enough questions, we'll just have Justin on for you know, however long it takes twenty thirty exactly. minutes. We'll, we'll still answer the questions, but we just like to pick you know one best question. You know, I think something that you know everybody will can relate to. You know, in in saddle fitting or girth fitting or you know kind of tack fitting in general that that we can get to. So I think that's exactly. a, a cool idea by Justin and and awesome for our listeners. So so let's get those questions rolling in. I love it. Well, we have our total saddle fit uh, tip of the week. So, Philip, what's our what's our what are we talking about tonight? Well, today I want to talk. Uh, I, I know that we've we talked we we've we've been doing the show for about two years, right? And we've covered a lot of topics, you know. So sometimes it's tough for us to come up with you know new ideas and new topics. But I, I think I'd like to get back to um, improving the canter. You know, a couple more tips. Well, I'm sure we've given tips before about improving the canner, but but hopefully we can come up with something something new today because uh, well, basically over the weekend I was teaching quite a bit, and uh, it was I mean it's tough to, you know it's it's tough to improve the canter or even really be able to evaluate whether your canter is is a good enough canter for the level that you're doing. So I was hoping today to come on and and talk to you, Reese, about about improving the canter and your ideas and exercises and, and things that would maybe help our listeners. Sure. Yeah, no, I think we talked about it too. We both, we both uh, were talking about working on pirouettes um, with, with our riders and making and, and improving the canter and keeping the canter in the pirouettes. And that's sort of where this came from, this discussion. Um, and I think the canter, um, you know, just starting basically, when, when you're picking out a horse, um, canter is the gate that you want to you wanna have a good canter. Ideally, yeah. I mean, when when, uh, you, when you think about it, when as you move up through the levels, the the trot becomes. You know, everybody loves a big fancy trot, but the trot actually becomes less important um, right. because you can adjust it so much. And then when we're talking about, you know, uh, Grand Prix, you're you have very little trot to do in the test. You know, collect a trot. Right. It's mostly PF passage and a ton of canter if you think about it. So this is where it's so important, and it's and it's it's a lot harder to adjust the canter than than it is the the trot gate. So this is where, you know, if you're evaluating a horse, you're buying a horse, or you're just sitting on a horse. Um, is that Penny? That was Penny. That was Penny. <laughs> it's my mom's dog. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, um, everybody. <laughs> then um, then you're just really looking at the canter quite a bit. So so when you're looking at a canter, Reese, what, what are we looking for? So we want a three-beat canter. That's a really big, important thing. Um, you know, rhythm, rhythm is always, yeah. yeah, rhythm is, you know, the first, uh, the base of the scale of training. And so rhythm is a big deal. So um, one of the things with rhythm is you want to make sure that you have a, a three-beat canner. Uh, a four-beat canner, uh, it's tricky. You know, a four-beat canner really, a lot of times, um, mostly so, shows that the horse is behind the eights. So you've got to make sure that you have a, uh, a three-beat canner. Yeah, so that's and, you know, a big one. And, and even if you're sitting on the horse for the first time, try to adjust the canter a little bit, you know, and uh, and see that it, it maintains its three beat three beat rhythm as you're as you're trying. I mean, it depends on the level of the horse, but you know, even a three year old, you can try and send it forward or bring it back without losing without r- losing that rhythm. Because if you have rhythm loss, it's very difficult to uh, to correct. So that's a exactly. that's a good tip. Yeah, so that, that's number one. And in, in kind of assessing, we were talking about assessing dressage horses today as well. And, and, and so that's my biggest thing is, um, you know, if you ever sit on a horse and you try a horse and it's got a four-beat canter, 
be careful. So that's, that is a big one. So the next thing with, with building the canner is again, it's strength, right? I think we talk about strength a lot on the, uh, on our program on how to build strength and, and how to keep strength. And I think with, uh, with the canner, a ton of transitions forward and back huge. That's, that's a really, really big and important thing. Um, and I think with the canner, um, we, we both, Philip and I, use an exercise called the miles per hour exercise, and I love it. Use it in the trot as well. But, you know, when you're cantering along, just say, okay, this is my 10-mile-an-hour canter. And then say, okay, I'm going to punch it up to 12 miles an hour. Maybe you want to then go to 14 miles an hour. Once you get to those certain, certain stages and levels, you should be able to maintain those levels. Um, and then you should be able to maintain it the other way. So if you have a 10-mile-an-hour canner, then you need to have a, uh, an 8-mile-an-hour, then a 6-mile-an-hour. Uh, again, those are super important to sort of maintain those and be able to, to really collect the horse, keep them active, keep that three-beat uh, rhythm, uh, and be able to collect and make the canner not cover as much ground. Um, so that's an exercise that we use a lot. How about you, Philip? Yeah, um, and today looking at some horses, just like I said over the over the weekend, you know, um, once you've established being able to get the horse, you know, uh, round roundish or on the bit or however you want to say that in the in the in a correct frame and a good uh, correct uh, connection and contact, what happens a lot in the canter is that the horses have a tendency to get too low in the pole and land on the front legs more than. If the horse has never learned to be, you know, never learned to be brown, they're they're using that roundness and connection of the frame to actually um, balance too much on the front end. If we're talking about, you know, the teeter totter effect that we want to have in dressage to be able to make them rock a little bit on the hind legs, then um, this actually goes against that a little bit. So um, a lot of times when I'm telling the riders to adjust the canter. You know, I, I I have them not worry about how round the horse is because what's important is that the horse learns to sit a little bit behind, and and bring the pole up a little bit. Even if the horse isn't as round as as the end picture that you want, you have to let that go a little bit. And as you're teaching uh, the first stages of balancing and the canter and and getting the 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 withers the front le- the front end off the ground a little bit because if the rider is too much holding on to holding on to the front end or trying to really keep that round picture that they've they've established and worked so hard for if you don't let it go a little bit then uh, you know let the horse a little bit long let the horse raise the pole a little bit then then it's very hard for the horse to 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 get up uphill as much as you as you want them to to teach them how to to get more and more up because in the canter more than the trot it's very hard to get that adjustment towards towards the hind legs i you know i found and 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 as i was working this weekend that's what that's really what i was working on yeah no and i think that's really good and really important to remember as you start going uh to more advanced movements you know into the canter half passes or the pirouettes right um those are just and flying changes those are actually they tell you exactly if, if you have struggling uh, with those movements, typically you're struggling with something in the canter, just a basic canter. Yeah. So that's also something to kind of keep in mind. Right, right. Just get, look for look for quality in the rhythm of the gait and uh, and in being able to shorten and lengthen the, the stride and also the horse a little bit. Moreover, um, you know, really trying to hold the horse in, in the right round. The, the round shape will come when mm-hmm. the balance and the energy and a lot of other things are correct. 
So, so just kind of, you know, think about that. Think about being able to adjust all things um, and not just say, okay, everything has to be in this tight frame. You know, a lot, a lot of it can just happen if you kind of let the reins go a little bit and, and really ride, ride off your seat and work off your seat. So that's, that's something that, uh, that has come up and, and that uh, I think is really super duper important. So that's why I wanted Agreed. to bring it on the show and bring it as a tip this week for our, our Total Saddle Fit tip. And there you have it. Once again, if you want to be in the running to win a shoulder relief girth from Total Saddle Fit, you can email your tack fitting question to philip at horseradionetwork.com or reese at horseradionetwork.com. And you can listen to the Dressage Radio Show and all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows wherever you are by downloading the free Horse Radio Network app for your iPhone or Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. Do it today. It's quick. It's free. And it's easy. This podcast has been made possible through the generous support of Easy Signs Online, your simple, straightforward, and affordable way to buy signs for all types of businesses and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 